I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Attainable Podcast. I hope you're doing super well. Welcome to 2023. I cannot fathom that. I'm, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and skip that. We, not, none of us can believe it. It's still 2019. We all know that. Like, this isn't new and i'm sure we've heard it a million times we're going to hear it a million times question for you how long does it take you to fix the date when you are writing like you know it i mean it takes me a solid three months to like not write the year before maybe not three months i'm sure that's an exaggeration but it does take me like a long time like i i just have it ingrained in my head however i will say since being out of school, you certainly don't date things as much. And so I feel like I, autom- like even now, I still like I'll write the date and I'm like, what year is it? So as long as I can just, I'll just keep asking myself that question every time I need to write a date and we will be just fine, perhaps. But I hope your holidays were awesome. I hope that your Christmas was great if you celebrate. Um, I haven't recorded since before Christmas. So we had an awesome Christmas, stayed uh, in Charleston, and then we went to Alabama for Joseph's family after, um, on the 26th, came back, and then we actually also hosted New Year's, which was super, super fun. I was supposed to, or we were supposed to host New Year's at the house last year as well. However, my, literally, it was, I'm guessing like two two days before New Year's, I'm assuming, or maybe like new year's eve i don't know um it was the friday of the weekend that everybody was coming down and um we were everybody was like on their way now granted my friends are like when i say everybody we have this core group of friends you guys know squad you know if you listen to the podcast you know but if you are new um we have just you know core group of friends that most people do and whenever we do vacations or or we just we always gather and so squad was coming down and and they come from either charlotte or columbia really we've got some in florida but um they had already been in charlotte with family whatever so anyway people were on their way down to charleston and we had to call them and they had to turn around because i took a covid test and i was positive last year so like joseph had made this special punch and like everything it was so sad we sat like six feet away from each other and we drank like guns like kind of tipsy on his punch that we couldn't share with friends and watch fireworks in our backyard. And so this year was way better than that. Um, so we I, I had a much better time. We went out actually, we went to a bar crawl um in Charleston. And here's the thing. Here's <laughs> I've learned something. I've learned something about New Year's in Charleston every year. Uh news in Charleston is pretty insane like the city is atrocious and if you want to do something you need to buy tickets and most of the big bars around here uptown uh i can't think of any other ones right now they have like parties that you have to pre-buy a ticket for and they're pretty like it's a it's a hefty ticket it's a hundred like we'll take uptown because that's the one that we were considering um it was a 150 dollar ticket per person which you're like oh my god but it was four hours of open bar and uh free pizza like hello that's honestly worth it now for somebody like me not really worth it i drink maybe one drink if i'm drinking and then i don't 
drink anymore. Um, I'm just not a heavy drinker. But, like, we have a bunch of the guys who, like, you know, they could put it away. Like, I'm like, we're going to spend more than that. Um, but we voted against it. And there was this bar crawl that was $25 a ticket. It ended up being 35 because we waited a little long. But um, a ticket. And it had, like, six bars on it or something. But we, I should have looked more into it. We should have taken more time to look at it. We just kind of saw the price. And we're like, great, that'll that'll be awesome. We'll do a bar crawl. Be, yeah. Well, we started the bar crawl. Um, and at this point... Well, we had looked at the, the, I had looked at the bars after we already booked the tickets and it was very clear, like two of them were restaurants. They weren't actual bars. So it, we were like, okay, that's kind of not necessarily the vibe we were thinking about, but I'm sure it'd be fine. They also planned this. So like, uh, the two bars that were furthest from each other were a 30 minute walk. Like they took you across the city and you're like, what the heck? Like that. I feel like these should be a little bit closer, but we were like, you know what? Um, you know, let's, let's do the bar crawl. It'll be fine. Well, then the day before New Year's Eve, I get a, I get a Facebook ad that Music Farm is doing this gasolina party and it is, um, what was it? $25 a ticket again, big party. And, uh, with, uh, it said reggaeton music, which honestly, I'm a little confused. I need to look up what reggaeton is because in my head, that was reggae like island music but then like gasolina it was like bad bunny so actually let me not be ignorant because we have google what is reggaeton music um you're gonna come along with me on this journey uh what what is reggaeton music? As a genre integrates the influences of Black culture from a variety of Latin American countries, as the name suggests, reggaeton blends reggae music with the Latin American dance hall music as well as hip hop influences. Okay, I feel like that makes sense. Oh, literally, literally lists Bad Bunny, Dua Lipa in here. Okay, no, no worries at all, guys. I'm just, um, was not informed before now and I'm informed cool so anyway but it I saw honestly I saw gasolina and I was like fuck yeah and and we're like oh man like we made a mistake well first of all can the ad please target me not the day before New Year's Eve like could I be targeted a week before this so that I had booked that instead of the bar crawl but so at this point we were panicking we were like oh my god we booked this bar crawl and like, do we get the ticket and just skip the bar crawl or do we try the bar crawl and then see if we can get a ticket at the door or whatever? We ended up going to the bar crawl and we were like, if it sucks, we'll head to Music Farm and see if we can get a ticket at the door. That's what happened because we went to the first uh, bar, which was crowded. And with bar crawls, they have like deals at each bar. That's what you're paying for is like you get a wristband so that you can get access to these special deals. Um, first bar that you went to, the one we were like most excited for was like five dollars for two jello shots so not even like really good deals honestly guys but they were out of jello shots like it was kind of a mess and then we talked to other people who had been on the bar crawl like they'd gone through the bars and they were like no 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 it all sucks so we're like oh my god like okay so we um me and my friend were like hey you stay here music firm's a three minute walk we'll go check if we can get tickets got there and everybody was super nice i hope that music farm does this every year i don't know if they've done this before it was literally so fun it ended up being 30 dollars at the door perfect 
we just bought everybody tickets we were like okay come on head to music farm we went in it was it was so fun obviously the music was unbelievable it's kind of hard to find like bars that play really good like dancing music um but it was such good music it was such a good vibe um so we had a really really good time however if that's not happening next year I'm I'm gonna just remind me just drop the money just drop the money let us either drop the money or we need to host our own party because it honestly by the time especially the guys like pay for all the drinks it's so expensive like drinks get so expensive on New Year's Eve it's Charleston like you know you're not paying under $12 per drink you're probably paying you know 15 to 17 or something like you know it's just it's dumb we there's a dumb decision we should have just forked up the money next year I'm either gonna fork up the money or I've also toyed with the idea of turning our garage into a club because if you can control the music then you know it's gonna be bopping I don't know we'll see anyway had a great new year's um and uh, it was great to have our friends down and anyway but that was a long intro today we are chatting about my favorite thing goals um no if you have listened to other podcasts uh, we have some podcasts on goals for people who hate goals then you know i am not a goal gal and if you are a goal gal listen don't don't plug out um or guy um don't plug out it's good like we're gonna chat about how to do new year's resolutions when you are not a resolution person i'm kind of anti new year's resolution not for other people i look at everybody posting on their stories and they've got like my five goals for 2023 and they're doing their vision boards and i'm like oh my god that's so great for you except this has me shaking in my boots i this makes me nervous the goal girls make me nervous they do and so but I was having more of a thought about it and it's, I'm not somebody who is against like motivation or anything like that. Like I love productivity. I love progress. I just think that there's a different mentality to go around it, especially not to be negative, but I think New Year's resolutions can come with this underlying tone of like, if you're going to keep it and you know, nobody keeps their New Year's resolutions anyway and like blah, blah, blah. And I just think there's a better way to do it. So um, we're going to be chatting about that, that today. So New Year's, with the New Year's resolution thing, it just makes me feel very pressured. It makes me feel very like stuck. And when I feel that pressure, it's it it gets you to this place of like no movement. You end up being suffocated and so overwhelmed that you're overwhelmed into inaction and then that completely defeats the purpose of why you made these goals in the first place and goals are great and I agree like you need direction but I realized how unproductive it was for me to make resolutions that made my stomach drop that's not the feeling that you should have going into setting a goal and writing things down like it should make you feel motivated. And for a lot of people, it does. But for me, it absolutely does not. And I, when I think of goals, they're very results driven. However, I end up being more concerned with the fact that I'm not already at the result than with the actions to take to get to that result. And I feel like you 
really have to watch yourself when you're making these goals or you're doing like especially the vision boards I think vision boards of like your dream life can very quickly slip into resenting the life you already have which is also counterproductive and so yeah like for example as far as far as like my my thought process with goals, my friend, uh, we were chatting about it, and she asked if when I before I went viral and and kind of started my TikTok as a job, did I track my analytics? Like, what was my goal? And I was like, I I mean, people aren't gonna like this if anybody's interested in like growing social media or, or people who want to um like ask advice for social media like. Do I think tracking analytics is important at a certain time? Yes. But for me, in the beginning, I knew I would quit before I gained momentum to like make any traction if I just focused on the followers or if I just focused on the video views. And in my mind, like the underlying goal, yes, was uh, I knew I wanted to grow an audience. It wasn't like a hard goal. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to do that this year. It was a more of a curiosity um, that I had. I was like, you know, it'd be very cool for me to do this. So what I am going to commit to is taking this seriously. But I I did not focus on, okay, I want to have this many followers. I want to have this many video views because I knew I would stop before I got anywhere. Because I would, I just get frustrated. It's like, if say, you know, if right now I've um like 550,000 followers, say my goal, I set a goal to hit a million followers. What I end up doing is every time I see that 550,000, 565, even if it's growing, every time I see it, it's a reminder of where I'm not at because I told myself of where I should be. And then I get overwhelmed. I get upset. And I don't take action because I feel frozen and then I don't get there anyway. Do you see the cycle? Am I saying that this is a healthy? No, that's psychotic. I'm very well aware that that is like not the mindset to have. But then it also makes me think I cannot be the only one to have this mindset. So this is how I think of resolutions and making progress. Um, oh, and, and, and back to the video. So what I did focus on, instead of focusing on the result, I needed to focus on basically the action. And this is, if anybody asks me about growing a following or growing a TikTok or anything like that, I always say like, your biggest enemy in the beginning is consistency. So what I was concerned about was if like, I want to make this many videos a week, very, very much in my control. Like it's I either I do or, or I don't, you know what I mean? And so at the end of the week, like I was able, if I made that many videos, like that's great. And when you're making that many videos, you there's a couple things. One, you're learning consistency. With consistency, the algorithm is learning more about you. This is very specific to this, but it can be applied to multiple situations. The algorithm is working or learning about you, and you are also getting a lot of data on what videos do do well. And you will end up, if you see a video, if you post five videos, and the two videos that you're talking about traveling work well, then, and you enjoyed, you know, you enjoy that topic you made it in the first place then you will end up making more videos about that and that will get you more views because that is the topic that is popular and you know you'll be gathering that the data you need to make those strategic choices to get more views to get more followers and then once you start getting that momentum then you know you're what it gives you is 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 data you're going to be like oh okay i am consistently gaining i don't know 50 followers a week. 
knowing that this is the traction of growth, I can now make, if you, you know, if you want those numerical goals, I can now make a strategic goal of 60 followers a week, 70 followers for a week. And I can now work backwards knowing that's a very attainable goal based on data that I already have. And these are the things that I'm going to improve because I know they work, because I have the evidence to say that they work. I'm just going to do them better or do them more to reach that goal. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a time and a place for the numbers, but speaking purely right now in like the social media, um, like growth realm, just as an example, it's not the beginning. It had to be, for me, it had to be about consistency. So I focused on posting and, and, you know, it, that goes into we're not you know there can be another a whole other episode if you want um and please let me know if you want something about social media growth and and virality and I mean for um you know my job my nine to five job is still working um with TikTok but it's growing brands TikTok and that's where we're running experiments and we're gathering this data and we're taking it at a more scientific level my personal um TikTok I think of as completely separate and that's kind of you know that's just for us but um if you have questions about that i'd be happy to do an episode about it but this really what this made me think of is okay well if i'm not if i don't like resolutions i don't like results-based resolutions what is how do we how do you continue to make progress what is like what are what are the resolutions for people who hate resolutions and i thought about this concept of abundant resolutions and what these these allow you to make progress throughout the year without making the traditional new year's resolutions and they're things it's it's goals of things that you want to do more or achieve more of but it's focused on the doing rather than the result you aren't chasing this goal post in you know in the distance you are focusing on today not the future, but just today, right now, in this moment. And I realized, like, some of you might be listening. I'm hoping that you're relating, but some of you might be listening and be like, this makes no sense. How could a goal, like, demotivate you? And it is, it's kind of silly because thinking the way that the thought process is, is about, um, you know, if I make a goal and I get immediately upset that I'm not already there, that's like going to say, okay, I, you know, saying, I want to drive to New York, getting in the car, not turning on the engine and getting pissed that you're not in New York yet. Like I'm very aware of that, but it's just, it's an emotional response that ends up putting you in a state of inaction that I also don't want, don't want that. I still want to make progress, but how do I do it in a way that is in a positive mindset? And I do think, especially these days um, with, you know, hustle culture, which I think is dying down with it, which is awesome, but there's still like this feeling like you have to have, have to be productive and it has to be results driven. That can get very unhealthy. So think of this with abundant resolution. So if if it, your typical resolution is you want to lose 10 pounds and you're focused on results and you end up resenting the journey to get there and you also let it the journey just completely passes you by you're constantly looking ahead at where you should be where you should be and you know we are not a fan of the word should so i wrote down some examples of potential resolutions that if you wanted to make these then you know you could take these or use this as a jumping point if you want to have um 
like because I'm feeling a little left out like I'm not gonna lie like everybody's making these vision boards and and posting their goals and I'm like oh, I want to you know be part of you guys you just make me extremely nervous this is how we can be less nervous and set goals for yourself that also will put you in a positive mindset so um here are some examples like I want to spend x amount of hours outside every month I think that's a great one um I actually saw somebody I saw that came from a TikTok I saw somebody make they had a goal of like it was like a thousand hours outside for the year or something a little bit unattainable I think they reached 700 they realized that they kind of went a little far there but x amount of hours outside like that's such a that's a great thing to do again it is an action uh playing a game every day for a month I think this would be so fun like committing to a game every single day and I in my head like this would you it can't be a like computer game it can't be a like phone game I think a video game possibly I don't know. I say video game possibly because I don't play video games. So that's not a regular part of my routine. Um, and I'd be playing with them with Joseph. So it would be a bonding experience, but playing a game of some sort of board game um, that can be catch. It can be tag. It can be like any, any game, but a, a game for every day for a month is purely a goal of like having fun. That's, that's fun. That's a cool goal. Um, go to four concerts this year. Again, it's an action. Like, and it's all of these you'll notice have a, it's, if you want to know like, okay, well, what's the point? It's just increasing joy in your life, which I think that anybody, no matter what kind of goal you make, the, the, the overarching purpose is to bring more joy to your life. So this is just a different way to approach it. Um, have dinner with friends twice a month. I would love that, especially if you're like hosting a dinner or something. Like I think that's super cool. And last one, like riding your bike twice a week. These are just some examples. Um, but as you're thinking of your own, like what brings you joy? What is something you want to do more of? And make sure that it's something that it's, the goal is based on the action itself, not something like not a result. So for instance, I started, you know, in my head, as I was thinking about this, you know, it could be, um, I want to save $10 a, a, a day or something. And that's, I mean, that's, that's a great goal. But as you're thinking about this, make sure like if somebody asked why that'd be to, get to an ending result that you're still trying to reach it's less about the action like you don't get joy and i'm not saying that's a bad goal i'm saying of just thinking about um the having it be a um an action something that you do and it doesn't have an extending like purpose at the end that's like okay i want to reach this or i want to get better at this or whatever but with these, you know, these are more about having fun, injecting more joy into your life, which we can bet that there's going to be a resulting side effect, um, like positive side effect. But that's the that's not the point of it. It's being in the moment. It's cherishing that time. It's um, getting into the practice of just having more joy. Um, and these I mean, when I was writing these down, these did not make me nervous these did not make me feel pressured this did not make me feel inadequate this did not make me feel like there was something I should be achieving that I'm not yet 
this was oh like this is motivating this is making me want to go and do these things and I think that's the biggest testament um and I've noticed like with this it's it comes down to detachment and there's a pattern of detachment when it comes to ways to think about growth um like the goals emotions life experience and I'm not talking about dissociation. I'm not talking about dissociation. Like I'm not talking about dissociation. I'm talking about like, for instance, what we're doing with these goals is detaching ourselves from the results. Um, and it's focusing on the journey on what you're doing so that the now, the present isn't passing you by or, you know, with emotions or something like that. Like it could be detaching yourself from a frustrating situation. Um, for example, if if you go if you go out to your car and there's a flat tire instead of um, like don't attach your emotions to it or get stressed or, you know, like, oh, my God, why does this always happen to me? And it, it, you let it completely control everything you sort of detach yourself from that and say, okay, you know, this is like, let's move forward and figure this out. It's just part of, you're seeing it as just, it's an event in time. Like it is something that happened that you were experiencing. It's not a reflection of like how your life's going to go or your trajectory or, um, you know, it's not going to ruin your day or what you're doing because you're able to just kind of step back from that. And this helps me, I mean, not just with goals, um, not just with emotions, but this helps me, um, like see bad days as like, just as they are, it's like unfortunate events happening at a certain time that I am a part of in this timeline, but it's, it's not, um, something deeper than that. It's not, you know, think of when you've had a bad day and it, you can, I mean, it, it hits you completely in your core and it feels like, something's happening to you or um yeah it it like it affects so many things and especially like especially the thing of just like a frustrating morning you know you spill your coffee and you get a flat tire and somebody honks at you on the road and you get late for work whatever all of these are frustrating things but they aren't things that have to take your joy away especially if you're just seeing them for what they are like darn all right let's figure this out let's move past it and something I was thinking about the other day is like going into 2023 if there's like a bad day or something like that well I get I mainly a bad day I'm just gonna think of it as an episode and being like okay this was a rough episode oh I'm um, I'm excited to watch the next one and 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 that just kind of separates you from it um it's it's kind of like the era the era thing that I think is a big thing on TikTok and on social media. Um, like, oh, okay, we are in a bit of a flop era today. This is a bit of a flop episode, but that doesn't mean tomorrow's episode is going to be a flop. This doesn't mean that, like, if you're watching TV, I know it's, I know it's kind of odd to think about, but really seeing that, I mean, think about what it would be like to not have these events or um, obstacles define your mood, define how you're reacting, define the kind of day or life that you perceive yourself having. It's just, it just kind of is, but it's not, it's not changing your joy. It's not changing who you are. It's not changing 
um, how happy you are in the present moment. It's just like, okay, that's something that, and this is all easier said than done, but putting that into practice is surely going to make things a little bit better. But I was, yeah, I was just kind of noticing this, um, like this pattern of, of, as I'm thinking about the goals, it detaching from results. And, and a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking about like the emotion thing, just detaching from, um, the bad days and, and just, you know, not having your whole soul into it. And so I think that there's something there. It's probably a deeper conversation, but, um, it just puts you more in control and it allows you to step back both for emotions, goals, life experience, whatever, and make more informed decisions, problem solve better. And with that, then you're making progress in the long run rather than being in this spinning wheel of self-evaluation and why am I not there yet? Or why is this happening to me? Or things like that. You're actually moving forward by focusing on the now. Does that make sense? I, when this, this, it feels a lot better to me. I remember I went to this conference. Does anybody remember the Rachel Hollis era? Okay. Anyway, I was a Hollis girl. I really was. Um, I went to two, two of her conferences. I went to her business conference in Charleston. And then I went to a, um, what were they called? I don't remember what her regular, like personal development conferences were called, but I went to one in Florida. I know. Um, which honestly, they were super fun. Like they were super fun. That's neither here nor there. But with the uh, personal development one, I was in a really rough place. And um, that's kind of when my, I was really frustrated with where I was in life. So making goals made me feel less than. It made me feel more self-conscious about where I was instead of making me motivated for where I could be kind of thing. And I think, you know, that sure, I think has, has dented some of my perspective on that. That's kind of where this mentality comes from. But we, we were supposed to make goals. Oh my God. And they, she asked us to start with like where you want to be in 10 years. And I, I think I had to walk out for a second because I was getting so upset because everybody, you could see it in the room. Like people were so excited. They were writing down like what they want to do, who they want to be whatever. And I just looked at the blank paper and I mean, tears started streaming down my face because I was like, it, it just reminded me of where I wasn't. And that sucks. It's a terrible feeling. And, and I, I never want to feel that again. And I I feel like with the resolutions thing, you know, it can make you feel that way. It, it, and I don't, I think that there is a balance between wanting progress and productivity and seeing that like there is a way to move forward without judging or resenting the life that you have now I think that all comes with the balance of both detaching from results um focusing on the now and realizing that a you know a bad day isn't a bad life kind of thing I hope that this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed for all my other anti-resolution people, for all my goals, girlies, love what you're doing. Keep it up. If that is lighting your fire, oh my gosh, go for it. Run with it. Pinterest all the way. For those of you who are like me and they make you extremely nervous and want to run to the bathroom and cry, this is for us. This is our version of the goals, girlies. So we can all be in that boat. Just 
rowing away. Um, I hope that you have, listen, have the best 2023. Of course, I hope you have the best life, but looking forward in this year, I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a good one for all of us. I'm very excited about it. Um, and I haven't been excited for a year like this in like in a, in a long time. And so I just, I'm so eternally thankful for you. I'm so eternally thankful for your support and who you are and the, the way that you hold up this podcast and me supporting me. It's just, it is selfless. It is kind. And, um, I have no words for what that means to me truly. And, um, you know, for, for me, I just want to make sure that I'm serving you the best that I can. So if you have, um, any feedback or you want, you, you want to see something more, if you want to see, dare I say merch, um, if you want, you know, what episodes do you want? If there's guests that you want, please send a, a DM to either me or attainable podcast love to hear from you guys. And if you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor, put it on your Instagram stories, tag us so that we can give you a shout out, share it with a friend. Um, that's the best way that we grow. And also whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, um, write us a review on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. And then on Spotify, they don't have the writing thing available, but you can give us five stars, which is always appreciated. Um, you are amazing. You are awesome. You are kind. You are fun. You are joyful. And I think you are just the freaking best. So I will see you guys next time. Bye.